Washington, D.C. is my home away from home. I've worked here for the better part of three decades as a founder entrepreneur, policy expert, and author. Probably the longest title. Um, everybody sort of shortened it to ONC for sanity's Mercif sake. Mercifully. Yeah, mercifully. I've learned leadership secrets from many healthcare executives who understand that Washington is the largest payer and regulator of healthcare. She said, well, because you'll never get a husband if you do that. <laughs> I began interviewing healthcare leaders many years ago because what better way to learn how they think, why they make it to the top, and how they remain there. Think about what was your most challenging engagement? Healthcare has been the most difficult problem. Let <laughs> <laughs> me just say that. We'll talk about that yeah. later. A board of directors provides leadership and oversight to a business, whether for-profit or not-for-profit. Each board is unique in its makeup, culture, and character. That said, there's general agreement that the three most important responsibilities of a board of directors are to establish the vision, mission, and purpose of the organization, hire, monitor, and evaluate the CEO, and provide financial oversight. Board members contribute foresight, oversight, and insight. This is what the board does, but what makes a board and its members most effective? To learn more, we compiled insights from three leaders who are also experienced board members. We'll hear first from Dr. John Glasser, who is an executive in residence at Harvard Medical School and currently serves on multiple boards, including HL7, the Scottsdale Institute, Wellsheet, and NCQA. Next, we'll listen to Kevin Scherer, who is a former senior lecturer at Harvard Business School and is the former chairman and CEO of Amgen. He currently serves on the boards for Allied Minds and the U.S. Naval Academy Foundation. Kevin previously sat on the boards of directors for Chevron, 3M, and Northrop Grumman. To wrap up, we'll turn to Mindy Mount, who's a board member of the Learning Care Group, Cerner Corporation, Zio Group, Group 9 Acquisition Corp., and Technicolor, where she's also vice chairman. To begin, let's listen to Dr. Glasser, we asked him what he thought were the characteristics of an exceptionally good board member. There's the usual of any senior leadership person that they're bright, you know, they're honest, you know, they're direct, you know, they communicate well, all the things you'd want to see, you know, just regardless of whether board member or a C-suite person or mid-management level, you, you know, you'd want to see that and things like that. I think they bring something to the table that is clear to them and clear to the others. And that can be because they know a whole lot about a particular topic that's really important to us, or they're about as well connected as anybody could possibly be, you know, in the industry, et cetera. Or they bring a brand and a legitimacy, frankly, because they're on the board, this board must be, whatever it is, it's clear why you're, there's an asset that you bring to the table across the board. You know, other things you keep going on the list is they take the time to understand the company and what it does and it's customers, you say, I'm, I'm really going to learn a lot and I got to do more than surface learning. I got to learn. It doesn't mean I'm making widgets with the rest of them, but I'm in there learning. And the others, you're prepared you know, when you walk in and deal with issues and you're responsive, et cetera. So, you know, your job is to coach and support as needed, which means, you know, you got to, you know, be prepared, understand the industry, understand the players, uh, et cetera, and know when and how to respond across the board. Each board member brings unique strengths to the board. The best board members recognize those strengths, leverage them, and develop positive board chemistry. Next, let's turn to Kevin Scherer to learn more about the characteristics of effective board members. I think, first of all, you have to care about the company. It, it can't be a check the box, I show up, collect my fee, 
you got to care. You have to care. And your bias has to be, I'm here to make sure we've got the right CEO, the right culture, and we're obeying the laws, regulations, et cetera. So you, you got to take on the role that you do have a direct responsibility for the broadest possible outcomes. And you've got to find a way to be informed on those things. You can't say, gee, I didn't know, the CEO didn't tell me, but yet you have to do it in a way that's not intrusive or not generally intrusive. Next, you got to have a relationship with your other board members because boards act together. You're not a sole person and that people have different points of view. You've got to come to a reality with them, et cetera. You've got to have some relationship with the CEO in, in a way that the CEO hopefully respects you and trusts you, but you've also got to be willing to make some, if you have to, tough calls. Being a good board member is not easy. And you finally have to realize you're not the operating committee. You are not trying to manage the company. From our science background, the way I used to call it was the board member was more like the PhD thesis committee. You know, the, the CEOs, the, the, the PhD candidate, the thesis committee evaluates the research, evaluates the quality, et cetera. But the committee doesn't write, do the research or write the report, but they do opine on it. They approve of it. Hopefully they make it better. Some board members are confused and thinking they're the operating committee and they're trying to lead the company. That doesn't work. Boards serve many functions, which demands multiple skills. Overall, Kevin emphasizes the importance in the relationship between individual board members, between the board and the CEO and management. To wrap up, let's listen to Mindy Mount's thoughts on the balance between governance and management. That can be a very hard one. From my experience in boards, what I've seen is that when everything is working really well, it's quite easy to oversee, right? To look at management. Where that line becomes harder and harder is when something's going a little sideways, right? When the board starts maybe losing a little confidence, when the board is feeling that they're not getting the right level of transparency. You know, there's that saying about what noses in and fingers out, which a lot of boards like to quote. And certainly it's a good reminder that we're there to advise and monitor. We're not really there to run the business. But that saying does get challenged when you're having difficulties. And what if you don't like the strategy that the CEO has come up with? What if you don't believe that you don't like the results that you're seeing from the business? How do you deal with that? How do you deal with that as a board? And I think that's where the challenges and the teamwork at the board level in terms of, you know, how do you go through harder times? How do you set the bar high enough for management and push them to do the things that you want them to do? Or, you know, then you have to make the decision to, you know, ultimately you're not going to run the company, you're going to change the management team. It is a very long journey, you know, can be very challenging at a board level to kind of make those decisions. Each of these experienced leaders and board members shared their unique view of what makes the most effective board member. However, there are two key takeaways they all touch on. First, it's important for board members to have a good relationship among themselves and with the CEO. Board chemistry is one of the most important strengths of a board. Teamwork facilitates the board's role in upholding a company's vision 
and reaching consensus on strategy decisions, especially in challenging times. Additionally, it aids in the role of monitoring and evaluating the CEO. Second, top caliber board members understand their role as governance, not management. Board members set the vision, mission, and purpose of an organization. However, they advise rather than execute. This separation allows board members to act as outside observers and grants management flexibility in decision-making and implementation. Each of these three guests indicated that becoming and remaining a top board member is a work in progress and they're conscientious about learning and improving their skills. For more insights, join us on The Gary Bisbee Show every Thursday for more peer-to-peer -peer conversations about the leadership decisions of healthcare leaders. New episodes will debut every Thursday. Join me in conversations to gain advice and wisdom from CEOs, presidents, and healthcare experts. Healthcare leadership is hard work, but it becomes more manageable as we learn from the remarkable lives and careers of our guests. I'll see you there.